Uh, how mm-hmm. have things been with you lately? Uh, yeah, they've been okay. Um, yeah, yeah like I was kind of telling you before people showed up, um, I like fell at work about a month ago, mm. so I'm just kind of recovering from that, getting my shoulder right. So, yeah. um, that means I'm basically getting paid to stay home and not lift stuff because my my day my normal job is like super fucking strenuous. So mm. I can't like there's no light duty in it. So, um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're all (laughs) we're all fourth graders because yeah, yeah, we couldn't skip it. We heard you say duty. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with us? Uh, (laughs) Roughly twenty-four to ninety-two hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. This is the Stab Show. Have you heard the good news about the Good Pods app? (laughs) You will. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist plans to someday never retire and die slumped over their desk doing something pointless in an office somewhere. They're the producer of Friend Fiction. It's Melanie Ford. Our second panelist skips through local local parks, farting positivity on every flower bed she sees. She's a wonderful stand-up comedian. It's Ashley Monique. And our third panelist can take the sunrise, sprinkle it with dew, and then sell it to the highest bidder. It's Stab's favorite son, it's Tyler Kinney. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. I can be bought at any price. Welcome, everyone, to Stab. Good Pods app, Good Pods app, Good Pods app. They're not a sponsor. Uh, We're just unreasonably invested. Let's meet tonight's panelist, Melanie. Hey there. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Uh, Thank you. Not, not last minute fill in. Uh, middle minute fill. Mm-hmm. You had there was plenty of. T- there was a full day. You're fine. Yeah. Almost exactly twenty four hours. Yeah. So it's good. Like the good mm-hmm. old days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so happy to have you back. Hope you had fun. Um, Did. Uh, let's see. What what question will not lead? To uh, workers comp. Um, you got anything uh, interesting uh, coming up, going on, uh, going back to school, uh, doing shows? What's going on with Melanie right uh, now? Uh, yeah. Um, um, I mean, I'm currently trying to catch all the Pokemon in the national decks. Oh, um, shit. So that's kind of my <laughs> kind of my goal okay. right now. So, yeah. You know what? Goals are important. Mm-hmm. Just any anything, just to have anything right now to latch on to, and to try to tune out the rest of the world. It's the most important thing anyone can do right now. Uh, so you, you catch them all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Good to see you, Melanie. Um, had a fun friend fiction, uh, a, a virtual friend fiction a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe back in person next month. We'll see how February's looking. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I do. We do have Katie Grant writing next month. Oh, I don't. Shit. I haven't figured out who she's writing about yet. But oh, you know, okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Well, that's all you need. That's a start. Mm-hmm. You start yeah. somewhere. Well, hopefully, we'll have you here in person. Even if uh, I might 
like February, I might just be uh, invite only, sort of friends and family mm-hmm. shows. I don't know. I want to ease back into it. It's still, it's still terrible out there, guys. Check the numbers. They're frightening. <clears throat> uh, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> we'll get through this. Um, good to have you, Millie. Good to see you. Good to be here. Uh, Ashley, welcome back. Hi. Welcome back. Second, I believe second, or yeah, second. Second time. Um, yeah. So you passed the audition. <laughs> <laughs> now you're now you're stuck here. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, what have you been up to since uh, last you were around here? Um, what's What's been going on for Ashley? Um, I, uh... I'm, um, I've been doing shows yeah. and just been kind of running around. Mm-hmm. I got a Tinder account for oh, the first shit. time. So okay. I'm learning how to do that. It's terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of people. I, I think I don't like people is what I've learned from Tinder. <laughs> yeah, I believe. <laughs> I believe most dating apps will reinforce that sort of. Uh, <laughs> if you'd forgotten that uh, no, it wasn't about people, then uh, seeing all of them uh, <laughs> for somehow or somehow all living by bodies of water or or uh, having <laughs> having horses. Having just caught a fish. Yeah, all it's all so much fish. Nobody, yeah. nobody you know fishes, yet everyone looking for dates is an angler. <laughs> <laughs> It's just look. I, I can gather. I can hunt, and I can provide. <laughs> we, we will. We will not want. We will persevere. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, congratulations. I'm sorry, and congratulations. Um, Thank well, good luck with that. Uh, strangers, uh, they're fun to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully the shows have been more fun than the uh, than the apps. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. All right. Well, good to have you back, Ashley and Tyler Kenny. Oh, hey. it's, it's Tyler times again. I'm I I have to apologize to the the audience every time uh, you come around because you should have been here a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> good to have you back. Uh, anything interesting going on in your life uh, since the last time you were back around? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. It's all kind of, you know, yeah. uh, heavy. I mean, just because um, just because there's interesting things happening doesn't mean we need to know about it. That's just <laughs> right. No, but it's, it's all it's all been good. 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 Uh, and actually, that's a good that's a good uh, qualifier clarification as well. Um, <laughs> interesting doesn't necessarily immediately mean good either. So yes, that's good to know that. You've had some interesting times, and they've been the good kind. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. Haven't caught a fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Took a picture of it. <laughs> Updated the the app. <laughs> well, good. Happy to have you. Thanks for um, having me. I I'm sorry that uh, still um, none of that behind you is sold. Maybe try read uh, read <laughs> repricing everything. <laughs> I'm just going to burn it to the ground when we leave. That's my plan. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I keep trying to get a storage unit, and they keep pushing it down the road. <laughs> I'm going to burn all my stuff, too. <laughs> It'll be easier. Then I won't have to pay 100 bucks a month. All right, guys. I don't know. <laughs> this is the mood we're in this morning. Morning, evening, afternoon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm losing my ever-loving mind. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'll try and reel it in. Uh, let's start the show. We're beginning, as we do, with reorganization because I still haven't, um, you know, thought of a different way to do this show. Uh, there was a time when each of us had futures of unlimited possibility. We could be astronauts or football players or football player astronauts who turned into werewolves. What I'm saying is we all had the potential to be John Jameson at some point in our lives. But then all of that high pot or high potential just sort of faded away until we became a crumpled heap of leftover waste that we are today. I, hi, H-I-P-O-T. I, I looked it up in my <laughs> acronym generators. That's high pot, high potential. Really, that's all they uh, shortened it to. I don't know. I saw it. We're going with it. So let's not think of the high pot that we could have been or could have had and instead come up with what else? H-I-P-O-T might stand for or represent to you. Ahem. Melanie Ford, what is your H-I-P-O-T? Please, sir, he <laughs> begs, can I have some more? This kid's always fucking doing this. Like, he gets the same amount of oatmeal every day, same as everyone else, a healthy amount for a growing boy, but he's always like, I'm so hungry, I'm an orphan, wah, wah. Like, I'm eating much more myself working at an orphanage. But this morning, he must have gotten a little smart. Because instead of bothering me for a refill, he goes to the new guy, Jimmy, and he's like, please, sir, they forgot to give me any. And Jimmy's just like, oh, poor kid. And so then I had to run up from the kitchen and yell, hey, I porridged Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That fucking twist brat just keeps coming up. Oh, my bones. Come on. <laughs> you think more of this gruel is going to help? If anything, it's sucking the calcium out of you, kid. Be happy. <laughs> hey, I porridged. Oliver Twist. Can honestly say I... You could have given me all day. Um, I would not have landed on, hey, <laughs> I porridged Oliver Twist. Um, now, Ashley might have been different. They might That might have been where they went to and, uh, like immediately. Let's see if we've got two, hey, I porridged <laughs> Oliver Twists. Uh, Ashley, let's hear your H-I-P-O-T. All right. We all watch porn. It's America's pastime. Lately, I've noticed a trend. So here I am minding my own business in the comfort of my own home, enjoying the plot of a pornographic video, a typical mm -hmm. woman, when out of nowhere a character says something that catches my attention. That character says, but you're my stepsister. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here to kink shame, but uh, this is really the sort of thing that should have its own category. You know, that's not really what I'm looking for. My brother's <laughs> ugly. So I know people are scared to call it what it is, and that's why she's a stepsister. But if we don't categorize it properly, it'll be haphazardly thrown into the plot of my tiny dick beefcake cuckold video. 
the data is there and the high pot trajectory or hunger for incest corn over time just keeps moving upward. It's a hard, thick, throbbing line that shows no signs of slowing down. And coincidentally, the trend has moved in a parallel trajectory to the population of Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they try to keep those graphs uh, away from one another. Uh, <laughs> because it's a little too... Yeah, step. Oh, guys, what are we doing? What is... Have we... Are there no more kinks? Can't we all so, yeah. just pee on each other? <laughs> <laughs> you can't with your yellow radioactive... Oh, no, I'm... I'm stripper. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm worried that's battery acid at this point. I'm not sure. <laughs> There's too many minerals! Uh, <laughs> that are clearly not being absorbed. Oh, uh, all right. Well, thank you, Ashley. Uh, <laughs> don't run into that at all with any of the the wonderful sites that I don't go to. I don't know what anybody's talking about. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> that is a that's quite the <laughs> the throbbing line. Uh, <clears throat> all right, thank you. Ashley, uh, let's let's uh, move quickly away from that topic, uh, or you know, incognito mode. Uh, Tyler, let's <laughs> I just go. Uh, Tyler, let's hear your uh, rounding out or reorganization. Your H I P O T. It's a shorthand found in the manual of a shitty alien that was sent to Earth on a mission to reproduce hybrid children. Hi. I'm probably over 30. <laughs> Is this your first time having human speed dating also? <laughs> oh, you just call it speed dating? Of course, because we're all human. Appropriate, appropriate. What kind of fluids do you enjoy to drink? Hmm, appropriate. <laughs> Are you from Toledo originally? Also, I am. Appropriate, appropriate. Are your pelvic bones capable of separating during a particularly difficult vaginal birth? <laughs> what? You need to use the restroom? <laughs> Devoid your fluids, perhaps. Hmm. Well, here's my card. It has my... Se no? Appropriate. <laughs> and then a new woman sits down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's stage direction. Yeah. Hi, I'm probably over 30. <laughs> Is this your first time having human... Uh, having speed dating? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Appropriate. <laughs> I love that now. I'm just <laughs> no appropriate, appropriate. Uh, that's better than good. It's appropriate. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the only one that stu that stuck with. Fine. I'll move on. Segment <laughs> two. God, I like a thing. Can't be liked around here. <laughs> oh, wow, I'm really defensive tonight. Uh, <laughs> segment two. Topical haiku challenge. Uh, depending on whose timeline you subscribe to, uh, we're a good solid two years into humanity being completely unable to give itself just a couple weeks off so that we could all get better and move on with our lives. COVID's still around! <clears throat> I rarely say that word, so I hate hearing it. COVID's still around! <laughs> uh, and this week, we're finally getting some government freebies that those who care will gladly accept, and those that won't will continue to cough their outrage about. Tuesday, 
A website launch offering four free COVID tests per household. And Wednesday morning, White House announced a 400 million mask giveaway abrasion for those even still bothering to wear masks. So let's hear three parentheses, three close parentheses, haiku each about free tests, free masks, and all things too little and too late about the coffee virus we still keep passing around. So, one at a time, let's, oh, but obviously this can only be accompanied by a peppy Irish jig. Uh, <laughs> one at a time. We'll go around three times. Let's hear your your COVID freebies or just general, you know what? If you went off on tangents, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your haikus. Uh, starting, Melanie, with your first uh, top of haiku. Okay, so this haiku has a title. Okay. It's called, How Can I Be Funny About This? We're two years in. Please just make it stop. Oh, how you so, <laughs> so appropriately captured just what my soul has been uh, <laughs> screaming for the last couple years. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ashley, haiku one of three. Haiku one of three. I'm vaccinated. And I still got the virus. Thanks, Petri dishes. <laughs> Petri bitches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get out there and stand close to each other for a couple hours? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we'll be hoping back in February, maybe. Uh, Tyler, <laughs> let's hear your first just general COVID uh, haiku. This is called My Birthday. For a safe party, get four free tests in the mail. Just need three friends now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> see if they're going to see if the squatters are going to get any scent to themselves. <laughs> Real party. Uh, Melanie, back around the horn. Haiku 2. Okay, I'll try to have a punchline. Uh, four tests? That's not enough. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's, it, for a, for a family of less than four, it's, it's enough. <sighs> or one lonely person, you could have a whole weekend. <clears throat> Lonely. Ashley, <laughs> I'm sorry I made all of you do this. Uh, let's, hear, let's hear the second haiku about tests and masks and whatnot. All right, uh, my second haiku. Cover up your face. I'm sure you've heard that before. Get it? You're ugly. <laughs> oh, ugly. That's the two. That has two. That's right. I had to count it. I don't know. I'm a stickler. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. It it serves multiple purposes. <laughs> Safety. And, you know, protecting my eyes. Uh, Tyler, how about um, your second haiku about all things terrible? <laughs> it's called Free Masks. Huh? Target parking lot. Tumble weeds of used face masks. 
grab one and head in. <laughs> yeah. Now <that> w- <laughs> we've got we've got fun new garbage. It's just and then I, I yeah. noticed uh pandemic confetti. Yeah. <laughs> and I notice how commonplace now it is to just see uh masks hanging from rearview mirrors. <laughs> this is life now, guys. Uh I've made myself sad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Melanie, let's finish this last trip around the haiku pole. Uh, and let's hear your third. I think I got it now. Toddlers are dying! Ha! <laughs> Comedy's hard. <laughs> it is. Comedy is hard. Especially when you can't breathe. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Ashley. Uh, something, something chipper and peppy, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, no. Go ahead and read what you have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can lead a horse to free masks and at-home tests, not ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> Year three, I think, is where we're we're really gonna get uh, get on board with with this stuff. Um, Tyler, please make this stop. (laughs) No. (laughs) This one's called bartender. I'd like one vaccine. Wait, it has fetal tissue. Make it a double. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm, you can really taste that fetal tissue <laughs> yeah oh uh, uh, clicking the wrong things there sorry you guys went away for a second oh that was topical haiku challenge i'm not going to do that again for a while segment three <clears throat> closing arguments this is going to be wonderfully uh, <sighs> This has been this has been a tough case for you, counselor. But you never shied away from the tough cases. You built your reputation on getting off even the hardest clients. And you're a good lawyer too. Ha ha ha. Pew pew. See? Guys, dick <laughs> joke. Uh <laughs> in closing arguments, it's your job to try and convince a jury of that your client isn't really as bad as they might initially seem. So let's hear just how misunderstood your client truly is and get them set back out on the streets. Uh, I'm sorry, Melanie. This was supposed to be for Corey, but uh, I didn't, I couldn't, I could have changed it. You know what? Not going to apologize. Melanie Ford, let's hear your defense, your your closing arguments in defense of Chub Rub. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I know that we have all heard from the prosecution that my client is nothing but a horror. I wish to now state clearly, as I have been presenting evidence for eight months now, the truth that my client, Chubrub, is simply a byproduct of an excellent societal contribution. See, my client only shows up on the thighs, where they touch and create friction. But it can't just be any old set of thighs, no, no. It must be a pair of thick, curvy, gorgeous, sexy, delightful, 
perfect God-given thighs. And they can't just be touching. No, no, no. They must be in direct contact. No pants between them. Which means that chub rub only results from a bare, thick, curvaceous, juicy, juicy set of thighs. My client is only the counterbalance of the gift of fat, delightful thighs. And therefore, a fat, delightful ass. And usually, a short, short skirt. And... My client does not simply appear on naked, vulnerable thighs, but on naked, vulnerable thighs in motion, which means those glorious, mouth-watering, wide thighs are walking around in public for us to marvel at. Respectfully, of course, we can't be weird. In conclusion, I'm gay. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I mean... You don't have to be gay to enjoy it, but, <laughs> but it helps, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, uh, mind changed <laughs> when you put it that way. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Hi there, Chub Rub. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a glorious thing. Uh, moving on. Maybe this one's as bad as we think it is. Oh, it is. Shit. Okay. Uh, Ashley. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Let's hear your closing arguments in defense of not discovering there's no toilet paper in the porta potty until it's too late. <laughs> if you'd asked me to take this case on, even just three years ago, I would have refused. But times have quickly changed. It's 2022. Toilet paper has been in short supply for two years. Mm-hmm. Can we please? have enough respect for one another in this courtroom to admit that we've all used our hands. (laughs) I understand that using your hands in a porta potty is somewhat different than using your hands at home. But you know what else is true in 2022? We all have hand sanitizer. If you're not prepared to disinfect your hands every half hour, you're going to kill someone's grandma with worse germs than whatever's in your dingleberries. My client lives in the absolute best time for not discovering there's no toilet paper in the porta potty until it's too late. We're all ready. Even anti-vaxxers, they don't care if they get a little piss on their hands. They're drinking it. <laughs> Thank you. I rest my case. Also, an excellent argument. <clears throat> as long as you go in in that order, um, you probably <laughs> don't want to <laughs> don't want to wipe uh, after sanitizing. That'll be. <laughs> That'll be a sting that uh, I don't know. You you won't want to re- you won't want to discover that you enjoy because then it's just going to be problematic and it's a long road. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking as you were saying it. Oh, you totally can. You've got a bottle of hand sanitizer in your pocket. So, so I was there. I was tracking the entire time. All right. Um, there's tough cases, and then there's this one, Tyler. <laughs> Let's hear your argument in defense of the willfully ignorant. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my client doesn't know dick about shit. I'll say it. He has spent his whole life with his fingers in his ears. His favorite song is the one he sings when he tries to drown out the words of someone trying to inform him. And that song goes, na 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 na. But let me ask you this. Can you fault a man who doesn't know fuck all about fuck? I say no. He's like an ignorant little baby. Does a baby know dick? 
Hell, a baby doesn't know shit about dick, and we love them for it. So I ask you, would you punish a baby? Would you lock a baby in a cage and provide meals through an opening in that cage? Now you might say that basically describes a crib, and babies do drink bottles in their cribs. But if you did say that, my client would not grasp the concept like a little dipshit baby. I mean, fuck. <laughs> now my client, who much like a precious little baby, doesn't know one dripping dick's worth of fuck about any of the shit that's going on. And if you send him to jail, he'll have no idea why. And he'll live out his days refusing to know why, because that's just what this son of a bitch does. So do your duty to your country, your community, and your fellow fuckstick citizens. Rule not guilty on this witless fuckbrain know-nothing shithead. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Didn't think about that angle. Uh. <laughs> Either did I. <clears throat> Would you punish a baby? <laughs> I mean, you got a point. Fuck. Well, everybody goes free. <sighs> and that's the <laughs> that's the justice system for you. All right. Uh, <laughs> segment four. Dating profiles. Oh, I didn't realize somebody's been getting practice. Uh, <laughs> dating profiles. You're welcome. Um, the dating scene is a wild, dangerous, sticky place full of the unloved and unlovable. Desperately groping in the dark, cold void of internet dating sites, hoping to make contact with someone who will understand and put up with their greatest flaws. Or find love, I guess. I don't know. And in dating profiles, I'd like you to give me the dating profiles of the following persons, places, or things to try to save them from the loneliness of the void. Melanie Ford. <laughs> we are just tearing ass through this episode. Slow down. Well, go at your own speed. You know what? In your own time, Melanie. Let's hear the dating profile for <laughs> someone who's really into indoor skydiving. Okay. So the answer to this prompt is based on and includes my favorite joke by Nick Matoza because I haven't stopped thinking about it for three years. So that's just... Okay. Right. <clears throat> Jim, 37, lives in Yuba City, California. Cell phone salesman, doesn't smoke or drink, Taurus. All of his pictures are way too close to his face. Like there's a Kubrick stare quality, but it's not menacing. He's trying to look sweet. You don't really understand how someone born after 1980 can be this non-selfie savvy. Doesn't he sell cell phones for a living? Hmm. Um, about Jim. <laughs> hey there, I'm Jim. I'm 37 years old. I'm a cell phone salesman in Yuba City. I'm not really a partier. I don't smoke or drink, but I do love my food because I'm a tourist. I'm a little bit of a thrill seeker. You know, I love indoor skydiving. I do it every chance I get. I'm mystified by the whole experience. You know, I find myself wondering, how do they fit a whole sky in this place? Mm -hmm. But I never <laughs> managed to get the answer because the next thing I know, I'm riding the controlled winds like a majestic eagle or a sugar squirrel. And I forget about the walls around me, but the walls in here are gone. Those are metaphorical walls in my body, not a rare medical condition. I'm looking for a woman who can maybe push me out of my comfort zone, maybe to a larger indoor skydiving facility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guy knows what he likes, and I shouldn't have expected there'd be more likes. That's just, <laughs> you've committed yourself to that. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
Oh, somebody followed and I didn't say hi to them. Hi, if you're still there. Oh, I'm a, I'm a bad streamer. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Melanie. Uh, yeah. How do they put a whole sky in? Uh, right. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, God, that guy. That fucking guy. Uh, Ashley. Um, I'm interested in hearing this one, actually. Um, let's hear your dating profile. For Aeoli. Hi, I'm Aeoli, the umami mommy. <laughs> no one calls me that, but you can. Once you get a taste of my garlic goodness, I promise you're not going to want to kiss anyone else. No, I'm not mayonnaise, <laughs> but I can still spread. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one under six feet. Thank you. <laughs> And again, Aeoli knows exactly what it wants, <laughs> and you know what you're getting. Uh, what you're getting is not mayo. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ashley. Uh, hopefully you're not running into too much Aeoli <laughs> on Tinder. Um, I didn't check to see if we've done this one, but here it is anyway, Tyler. <laughs> Let's hear your dating profile. Uh, from a sympathy card. What's an empty gesture and doesn't have thumbs? <laughs> this guy. I'm just a simple paper product looking for a special someone who knows someone who knows someone who died recently. Not someone close. Not someone they'll see in person anytime soon, but someone who they want to reach out to and basically say, aw, <laughs> as they put a body in the ground. I want to fulfill the needs of a person who wants a sad person to believe that they're also sad. And that to call if they need anything. But we all know that anything is so vague as to be completely meaningless. You don't have anything they need. And neither does a sympathy card. And an absent god can't raise the dead. Hobbies include gathering dust, absorbing tears. If I'm being completely honest, I'm looking to get stuffed into a post box. So I can work my way through the postal system while you do whatever it was you were going to do anyway. And when I reach my destination, I look into that sad sack's eyes and say, heaven must have needed a dental hygienist or some other shit. And you can snuggle into your tear-free bed for some Netflix and knowing it's not your turn to grieve. That sounds like something, your speed, something like, we can edit it, right? If that sounds like speed, no, if that sounds like your speed, drop 495 on me, please. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, that might be too loud. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I guess it's the thought that counts and not not actually interact. You know what? It they mean well. That brings us all the way to segment 5 already. I'm I, I hope you have plans close to, to 8 o'clock. <laughs> We're keeping it tidy tonight. It's good. To the point. Thank you, guys. This has been wonderful. Oh, so good. I'm just going to take a breath. It just feels like it's been rushing past. Let's enjoy the rest of this. Uh, it's segment five. It's movie makeup. <clears throat> the one positive 
of the last two years has been the rekindled love and appreciation of the drive-in movie theater. Watching movies in your car, one of the purest forms of Americana. And in this age of social distancing, the only safe way to enjoy a night at the movies. So, how about you give us something to see through that windshield? In Movie Makeup, you're asked to give us the synopsis of made-up movies based on the following titles sourced from some of the various random title generators of our friends at 7thSanctum.com. 7thSanctum.com, they don't know we do this. Uh, Melanie, <laughs> let's hear... Oh, let's hear your synopsis for this completely made-up... It's not me. This made-up movie. Uh... <laughs> Death-defying teacher. I saved all my length for this one. So. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> okay, so He Never Died meets Twilight. Death-defying teacher is... What's He Never Died? <laughs> Did you really just ask me what He Never Died is? Okay, obviously He Never Died is a classic 2015 film starring Black Flag lead singer and punk icon turned constant VH1 talking head turned... <laughs> actor i guess henry rollins as jack a guy who you guessed it is immortal not a vampire though just a regular cannibal because he's been alive forever and that shit's boring but also he wants to be a better board immortal so he's like vegetarian or something anyway and his daughter is a mortal human it seems but she's like the trans guy kid from degrassi except the actress is a cis woman so his daughter is a cis woman which is a shame because like in a more mortal vampiric trans guy would have been a way cooler movie. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be telling you about Death Defying Teacher. Okay, so Death Defying Teacher is about Skylar in a mortal trans... <laughs> so Death Defying Teacher is about Skylar in a mortal vampiric trans guy who, like in Jack and He Never Died, just appeared one day as a grown-ass trans and trans man and had to kill time for like thousands of years without a purpose, which can technically put the, this film in the He Never Died cinematic universe. Because did you know they made a sequel to He Never Died in 2019? No. It's called She Never Died. Oh. We could rename Death Defying Teacher Tran Never Died. We won't though, because we have artistic integrity. So. Skylar decides to become a high school history teacher in the Pacific Northwest to give his life some kind of structure and perfect purpose because we can't all just be bored immortals drinking coffee and mercenarying in New York City, Jack. Okay, and there he meets Ava, a junior in his honors class who just transferred in from Arizona. This is where it meets Twilight. Okay. They fall in love and it makes everyone who's against pedophilia cringe. At some point, though, what is the difference between immortal Skylar dating a 16-year-old, and every immortal sexy man in a movie, like Jack and he never died, dating a 30-something. Like, much like I don't understand wanting anything to do with a 16-year-old now that I'm in my 30s. Uh, my phone? <laughs> cool. Um, why are why at thousands of years old would I want anything to do with a grown mortal barista? She is the equivalent to my age at that point to a toddler. Okay. Um, and by the way, I just want to say that this movie, Death Defying Teacher, it's not a film intended to suggest that trans people are predatory. It's intended to suggest that any immortal that dates immortal is predatory and that we need a special immortal jail to house them in for their sex pest crimes. <laughs> All right. Fuck. I forgot to write an ending because I got too caught up in the yelling about the movie. No. Okay. I, now I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to see. He never, he never died? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give a Henry Rollins movie a try. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> An immortal cannibal? Why not? 
An immortal cannibal, Henry Rollins. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Do I need any more explanation? No, I don't. Just start playing it. Why are we not watching this movie? Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Melanie. Um, I guess we're going to be looking for where that's uh, streaming for free now. Uh, or <laughs> for free. Um, we're all paying more than we would be paying for cable! I'm sorry. <laughs> this a la carte freedom bullshit. Everything's fine. I'm really angry tonight. <laughs> I'm not. It's a show. Melanie, mm -hmm. where can folk enjoy more Melanie Ford in their lives when they want it? And not just within, you know, these these 40-minute walls of a appearance on the Stab show. Yeah, so, um, I mean, for starters, I am, I am in, like, 20-something episodes of Stab that you can be listening to That's at goodpods.com. Um, um, and then um, I... This is more for the Twitch audience. Um, tomorrow I am doing... Oh, yeah. um, I think it's called Knife Fights and Funny Feelings. Is that uh, right? Laser, laser Knives laser, and Funny Feelings? Yeah. Laser Knives and Funny Feelings. Okay, sorry, Milk. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that tomorrow, and that's like a one-off tabletop. And you're going to be there. I am. I'm going to be there. Um, and then um, I got Friend Fiction in February. Yes. Yeah. Still second Saturday at 7, right? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> I'm prepared. Yeah. And then I'm still on Instagram and TikTok. Cool. And that, none of those usernames have changed. So. Okay. Good, good. Uh, yeah, I've been forgetting... Uh, laser knives and funny feelings all week, but it's gonna happen and who knows if it'll be a one-off Maybe we'll do it regularly. We'll see. I've never done a, a What is it? A lasers and feelings? Is that the the, the oh, My words are not working today. the system the for the, mm -hmm. the tabletop So I'm looking forward to it going in completely cold. And it's gonna be fun uh, <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Good to have you so much fun Milk is in the chat and probably just fuming. Uh, <laughs> no, they're too chill for that. Um, thank you, Melanie. Hey, Ashley. How about <clears throat> you regale us with your... <laughs> I, I forgot this one. <laughs> with your uh, synopsis for the made-up movie, Good-Looking Bizarre People. Good-Looking Bizarre People. A movie about two hot young singles back home for Christmas break. Under a series of contrived circumstances, one of them gets stuck in a washing machine and finds out they're related to the other person and they still sleep together. No! <laughs> no, this has gone too far. I'm just trying to live my life. I wasn't looking for this. I'm at the drive-in with my ugly brother. Who on earth is driving this market? Starring Benedict Cumberbatch. <sighs> I mean, we've had to spend a lot of time at home with family for the last couple of years. I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Get by with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just tried to settle in for an, and then just stealth incest again. God damn. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Hey, uh, what's going on, either online or out in the, the very scary real world, uh, where people can uh, find and enjoy some more Ashley Monique? Uh, the the best place to find me is on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Trashley Monique. Mm -hmm. 
and um, also tentatively starting on the 26th, um, we're watching COVID numbers, but we're, so we're not sure, but uh, local comedians Ruby Setnick, Celeste Winter, and I are going to be hosting an open mic at Luna's Cafe hmm. every Wednesday, uh, sign up at 7.30, show starts at 8, and then that also has an Instagram account, Luna's Comedy Open Mic on yeah. Instagram. I saw you guys were going to be <clears throat> doing the Luna's open mic. I thought it was going to be the Sunday one, but it's Wednesday? We moved it to Wednesday, okay. yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. We love art, so uh, I'm glad you guys are going to be holding down the, the new mic over there. It's an institution, yeah. the Luna's open mic, so I'm glad it's in some awesome hands with you, Ruby and Celeste. That's great. So cool. Uh, well, thank you, Ashley. Tyler, Kenny. <clears throat> Is hey. there any? Is there anything? Is there anywhere? Is there, you know, you oh. know, people want more Tyler, but I guess that just means I have to book you more because otherwise, is there anything else that people can get? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you, I realize things have gotten woolly again, but you, you threatened a, a show a couple months back. Is there any, you and Alex, any progress on that? No, he moved to Australia, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's always not on this continent. The last thing I yeah. knew, he wasn't here. Yeah, he got married and moved to Australia. But <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've been recording songs in my shed on my iPhone. Nice. Garage band. Oh, man. So text me and I'll <laughs> send them to you. <laughs> <laughs> you did send that one, which I, which I did love. Oh, so. I'm cranking them out. <laughs> we'll, sure. we'll, have a, yeah. we'll have like a Tiny Songs album. That'd be fantastic. Uh, See, I'm just trying to encourage you. Um, appreciate it. Yeah. And yes, Milk, we're definitely plugging the Good Pods app. Download it today. Listen to us there. Why not? I don't know. We've tried everything over nine years. Let's try something else. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, Kenny, how about we wrap up this program, this edition of the Stab Show? Yes, almost nine years old. Can you believe it? That someone would waste that much time on a... <clears throat> Tyler, <laughs> let's hear your synopsis for the made-up movie Ultimate Adjustment. The next entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm -hmm. is Ultimate Adjustment, the story of a mild-mannered librarian. She isn't bitten by a radioactive spider or blasted with gamma rays. She simply throws out her back reaching for an oversized book, and she shuffles to a chiropractor at the end of a failing strip mall. Once on the table, this mad scientist of chiropractry, chiropractry, <laughs> mad scientist chiropractor proceeds to rip her shit up, just really getting in there, adjusting every disc and vertebrae using his elbows, his chin, and closed fist punches, bending and cracking her like a sock full of gravel. As if in climax, the mad chiropractor screeches at the sky, you are my ultimate adjustment. And then there's thunder and like... <laughs> You know, cinematically. Sure. Her adjustment complete, she slinks back to her car. Out of nowhere, a mugger grabs her purse. You would think that she'd be weak from the abuse, but she quickly finds that she has the unpredictable flexibility and length of a used car inflatable waving arm guy. <laughs> she snatches her purse right back, and the now weeping thief runs from the body horror he just witnessed. <laughs> Was that two ponies fighting to get out of a flesh duvet, he exclaims, <laughs> as she folds her windsock physique back into her Prius. Her mind races with the possibilities of her sickening new powers. Sheesh, says Ain't It Swell News. I had to stifle vomit, says BuzzFuck.com. No thanks, I'm good, said everyone else. 
Not a superhero as much as a nightmare creature, she sets about fighting crime and making onlookers question a god that would allow such a freak to exist. Like a hand without bones, she sloshes around town, barely discernible as a human. She is the ultimate adjustment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a gross Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> and that is the Stab Show. Thank you guys for joining us tonight, and of course, a very special thank you to our amazing panel, Melanie Ford, Ashley Monique, and Tyler Kenny. Hey, if you'd like to catch the Stab Show live as it happens, you can, sorta. I mean, you can't come here yet, maybe later, but all you have to do in the meantime is tune into Stab TV on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash stabcomedy, 7 p.m., Thursday evenings, and you're bound to get an ear and eyeful. But if you're just in the market for an earful, then you can listen to Stab anytime you want on any podcast provider you'd like, though we'd like you to kindly try Good Pods app. Why not? Join, follow, listen. Anyway, that's all we have for you tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that while it may look pretty bad right now, good night. <laughs>